0: What's going on? I'm currently at the softball game right now. And uh, I'm not supposed to be doing this because somebody... I'm not going to mention her by name. But somebody didn't show up. That's all I'm saying. Alright, well, welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast. I'm sorry for that weird little like break or cut or whatever right there, but I thought I should leave that beginning part in. So that beginning part I was actually out at the softball fields. Um we played, you know, Monday and Monday nights are the nights that we play you know, good old softball in the softball league or whatever. And um sorry if I'm eating right now too. It's a late, late Monday night. Um Yeah, we play softball Mondays. We lost both games again. I was really hoping to uh, have an episode done by the time I got home. You know, that would have been really nice. It would have taken some, taking a burden off of me. But, you know, somebody, like I said in the little weird intro, somebody, <clears throat> just uh, someone didn't show up. You know, I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm not gonna say nothing else about it. But uh, someone didn't show up, so here I am making an episode late Monday night, tired, sleepy, eating, drinking water, alone. You know, just living excellence out here. So, into the games. Where do I start? First game. Played this team called the Go-Getters. I believe they're like one of the teams that won the champion or like the team that won the chip last year or last season. And uh, so, yeah, I knew going into that game we weren't going to win. And I know that's not a good mindset to have, but I'm also I'm a realist. I knew we were going to lose that game. Honestly, surprised it wasn't worse. I'm not going to say what the score was. I don't feel like disclosing that. But I will say, the second game, played this team, that was also supposed to beat us out of the water. You know, clap our buns. And they were, for the most part, for the first. So we play on a 50-minute running clock. Sorry if you heard that bite. That was a blueberry. We play on a 50-minute running clock. You know, whoever's winning at the end of the 50 minutes, that's who wins. Well about 25 minutes into the game. We're down 16 to 2. Getting blown up, right? Then we score a couple runs and now it's 16 to 7. Still bad, but not as bad as 16 to 2. About 5 minutes left. We sort of make another little run. Well, we sort of not really. We didn't score, but we made a nice little run. We're the home team, so we get last at bat, even if the time expires. Time expires. We're last at bat. So. Well, we're not. Sorry. Sorry, that's not true. We're the away team, but we get we get another at bat once the time expires because they got one extra uh, one extra bat than we did. So we get up to bat. Time's gone. There is no shot. There is no time. There is no clock. All of a sudden my team kicks it into overdrive We start scoring like crazy We end up running the score up To 17 points We have 17 points It is 17-16 They have They're the home team So they get last say so They get up to bat And that's where things went downhill Nothing Nothing I could do about it I wasn't on the field which is Crazy to me, but I wasn't on the field, and we made small errors. Two of my teammates basically ran into each other in the outfield. That's what happens when you don't communicate. Couple of dumb small errors, not getting your body in front of the front of the ball to catch it, or to at minimum slow it down. Uh, overthrowing, not hitting the cutoff man. You know. Small things like that add up in the grand scheme of things when you really think about it. And it paid, you know, and it showed tonight. We hit the ball pretty well, but on defense, defensively, we played terrible. Too many. Sorry if you heard that bite. That was me eating a bite of baby spinach. Too many errors on defense. But it's alright. Always next week, right? Hopefully. I uh, will have an episode that's recorded at the field. I would really enjoy that. I don't know what I just bit into, but it freaked me out. And I don't like it. Let me, uh, one second. Let me, one second. I just bit into something that freaked me out. I don't like that whatsoever. Anyway. I'm thinking about going to see Scream 6 tomorrow because, one, I like horror movies. Two, I like the Scream franchise. Three, I've seen all the other ones, so I might as well go see the sixth one, right? I think that I have to. I wanted to go see it the night it came out, but I didn't go see it. I've been wanting to see it for a couple weeks now, and I really don't want to wait to see, you know, wait for it to show up on streaming services because you know, who knows how long that'll be. So, I got nothing ever to do on Tuesdays, so I might just go see Scream 6. When you're listening to this, I might have already seen it, who knows. But I don't know. That's all I, unfortunately, that's all I really had to talk about because it's the only thing that's happened. UConn beat San Diego State in the men's tourney, in the men's college championship. LSU beat uh, Iowa in the women's college championship. Caitlin Clark uh, played great all tournament. Just got outplayed in that last game. That's all I know really about college sports. Um, man, I'm not going to lie to you. It's just really hard for me to get in podcast mode right now. Because I pretty much covered everything that happened during the game. It's really hard for me to get in the podcast mode right now because that game's still just heavy on my mind. And I don't know how to express my thoughts clearly. Like, small errors bother me. Losing bothers me. I hate the feeling of losing more than I like the feeling of winning. That's how much I hate losing. Especially when I paid to play in this league. I didn't pay to lose. And that's what it sort of feels like I'm doing at this point. And. I don't know. It's a weird feeling. Because. On one hand. I know. That with me being on the field. The game goes different. Why do I know that? Cause every time I've been in the game, we get defensive stops. Cause I communicate. I know where I'm supposed I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I've played baseball my whole life. But on the other hand. Like I'm cool with all these people. And sometimes that, that athlete competitiveness sleeps out and it's not like, and I think it's because I'm such a big fan of Kobe Bryant, that meanness slips out, especially sometimes towards my friends and it's not always the best thing in the world. And back whenever games counted, when they mattered, you know, it was fine. You know, if someone got mad at me, you know, suck it up, you know, we're here to win we have something to play for back, you know, in high school or little league or whatever the case may be. But now we're all grown men. We're not competing for anything. You don't get, you know, a prize. We're not paid to play. So I can't let that competitive nature, that yelling at teammates, you know, being mean or harsh, you know, tough love. I can't do that. I can It's just not, it's not going to go over well. And it's sometimes hard to get that out of, you know, sort of cut that off, cut that part out. But I don't know. And what bothers me even more is that little errors, because baseball is the sport I've played the longest. Play baseball my whole life. Play baseball longer than basketball, longer than football, all of it. Baseball is what I know most about. I know the ins and outs of baseball just like I know the ins and outs of basketball. In all honesty, I think I'm a better baseball player than I am a basketball player. And, I don't know. I think that what bothers me the most is that we're losing. We're losing. That's one. I hate losing. Two, we're losing on tiny little tit-for-tat errors. And when I say tit-for-tat errors, none of them are on the base, you know, on the offensive side of hitting the bat. Some of them are. Every now and then and in comparison to the defensive errors they're night and day offensive errors really come from one over people overrunning the bag cuz you there's yeah overrunning the bag and getting tagged out or not knowing when to not run try to you know knowing how to run when to run bases aggressively and when to stop and just let the game flow but that's literally it when it comes to defense, though, fielding, we have people that don't hit the cutoff, man. We have people that don't cover their section of the of the field correctly. You got people trying to go for balls after someone else called. I got it. Um, There's just a list. There's a Marriott of things I could go over. Just a whole Marriott of things. And they're all little things that can be fixed very easily, in all honesty. Little tiny things that can be fixed. The problem is, I'm playing I'm on a team with all of grown men who all have a pr- sense of pride who don't really accept constructive criticism that well, or coaching. Oh, I'm this. I can I can do it. It's easy. No. Baseball, unlike basketball. So, for for instance, basketball, years ago, for, I'll say, the... Let's go with the the Golden State Warriors, for example, years ago. Years and years and years ago. Steph Curry, one of the greatest basketball basketball players of all time. Some could argue he's a top five point guard of all time. Some could argue he's the best point guard of all time. But years ago, he's gotten better. But years ago, his defense was terrible. You used to have to hide him on a basketball court. Yes, he can go out and get you 40 every night. And do crazy things offensively. But defensively, he was a liability. But you can't switch players every possession. That's not, you know, that's not how it works. There's not a break in between possessions like in football or in baseball. Or whatever. Basketball's pace is non-stop. It's back and forth, back and forth until a dead ball, free throw, or a timeout. So they they coach Kerr, Steve Kerr had to hide him on the court. And when I what I say that, I mean Clay Thompson, the shooting guard, Andre Iguodalo, Draymond Green, and whoever their center was, Kevon uh, Kevon Looney. They're all good defenders, especially Draymond Green, Andre Godallo, and Clay Thompson. They're all big, long, and can guard pretty much the one through five position, depending on who they're guarding or who what team they're playing. Steph cannot guard hardly anybody, especially the people that play his position at point guard. Point guards are abundant in the league, especially in today's game. You have people like Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving, Luka, Um, Jamal Murray, De'Aaron Fox, Russell Westbrook, John Wall, Chris Paul. um, And I can go on and on. The list goes on and on. But Steph Curry couldn't guard them. So Coach Kerr switches the play. On offense, it doesn't matter who guards Steph. He's going to get his regardless. He's going to create. He's going to shoot. He's going to score. You don't have to worry about him on the offensive side. On the defensive side, though, you hide him. You put him in an area either on the worst player on the court or you put him on somebody who's not getting who's not going to get a lot of touches cuz every team has a star and like a co-star. You put him on someone who's not going to get a lot of touches so he can play the lane, he can play passing lanes. Steph Curry is very smart, he's a very good basketball player, he played passing lanes very well. Which lead to easy steals. You can hide people on 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 in, in basketball, you can hide people when it comes to football, you can hide people in soccer, and these, are, I'm, I'm not going to list other sports, obviously, I'm talking about team effort sports, so the big three are baseball, football, and basketball, you can hide people in basketball and football, you cannot hide anybody in baseball, you can't hide anybody, it's just, I'm just going to be completely honest, and I'm just going to, it's just me being what i know you cannot hide anybody in the game of baseball if you play and i'll just break it down sort of a nice little summary if you're playing left field so imagine you're at home plate left field is to your left is the outfield to your left if you're playing left field most people most con, most people are conventionally right-handed most people get eager when they swing when they swing when you swing a bat eagerly as a right-hander your bat ends up facing due left, which means that ball is traveling either to left field, shortstop, or third base. Very, Those three positions are very, 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 very important because majority of the time the ball is coming to them in that area. Moving on. Second base. Playing on the right side of second base, Center field. Then you have your center fielder behind him. Ball comes to them every now and then. They need to be a little bit quicker. Center field needs to be a little bit, needs to be faster so they can cover a good amount of distance. They have the most distance to cover because there's not an out of bounds like a left fielder or a right fielder has. Second base needs to be able to catch because they're most of the time the cutoff man and need to be able to make smart decisions quickly. First base, pretty important. Pretty much all all the positions in the infield are very important. First base, every ball is coming to you. If it's a ground ball, it is coming to you. You have to be able to get to your position, get to your spot, foot on the bag, and being able to catch within the blink of an eye because that ball is coming. You don't really have to ever worry about a ball being hit to you unless a left-hander comes up to bat, which they are very rare and few between. And every now and then you get a switch hitter who can hit both right and left, Uh, 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 a.k.a. me. I can do both. Just a subtle flex right there. But it happens. Where we fall short are the positions. I feel we have people in positions that should not be in those positions especially with me being set on the bench in a close game where the errors happen in a spot that I play and I'm not out there because if I'm out there, those errors do not happen, which leads to a smaller score, which leads to us winning. And that's what bothers me the absolute most. I'm just going to be completely honest. That's what bothers me the absolute most. And, It's not my team. There's nothing I can do except express my my thoughts and my opinions, and see if a change happens. See if the you know rotation changes, the lineup changes. Who knows? But if I had to guess, um, it's not, and uh, things will pretty much stay the same. So we'll see. But we'll see. You know, always hope, right? Can always pray about it. In positive news, though, I had a nice, sick hydro bed. Tonight, after the gym and before the gym with my boy Carson, got a little little pregame hydro bed. Um, Jordan and Cameron showed up to the game to show some love, show some support. So that was cool. They got to witness the comeback uh, that eventually led to us losing anyway. So whatever. Um, That's really about it. That's all I got, really. I'm sitting here. I haven't ate and I haven't put anything in my mouth in a couple minutes just so I could get that nice little spiel out. But I will say this: I hate, you know, this lifestyle change that I've made. This healthy eating lifestyle change I've made—it sucks sometimes. Like right now, it's late at night. I'm sitting in a dark room in front of a laptop, a mic, and a recorder with a bottle of water, baby spinach, and baked chicken and blueberries. Like no one wants to eat like that, but it's the right thing. I got to do it. Got to keep my health, health right. So. Even sucks harder because I know tomorrow I'm going to have to lift extra hard because I didn't tonight. I just wasn't in the mood and I just was not in the right headspace. Just that loss really bummed me out. Like I said, I hate losing more than anything. So, I don't know. That's all I got for you. Remember, uh, May 16th, May 15th, summer drop t-shirts, shorts, bucket hats. Um, can't wait for that. That should be really cool. I got a cool idea for the summer shoot too. So if, uh, you know me personally, hit me up, uh, about the summer shoot if you want to be in it. Uh, always down to have more models, more camera people, especially hit me up if you know how to work a camera, please. Um, episodes come out, at, you know, I'm doing this pretty well now, Tuesday and Friday. I'm feeling good. I always have something to talk about now, so that's good, and um, that's really about it. Hopefully, next Monday, a certain somebody shows up to record an episode, but we'll see. With all that being said, though, I will see you on all on Friday. Uh, have a blessed week, and um, cool.